Sorry, I forgot lipstick. It's freaking emergency. Oh my god. Oh, like, you're not used to being by now, woman. We're actually gonna figure this out. I put makeup on. I put eyeliner on just for this, so <laughs> you should all feel special. Welcome to episode five of the Joyful Miles podcast. I'm your host Rob, and joining us this week we have Megan. Say hi, Megan. You gotta say hello. They can't see you waving at home. Hello. <laughs> and Laura. Hello, everyone. And joining us this week we have a very special guest. I'm really excited for. Uh, Shaylee Diaz. Shaylee, say hello. Hi. Hello. And she's going to be t- here to talk about uh, her experience running the New York City Marathon a, f- a couple weeks ago. Uh, but before we get to that, Lara, uh, I think we have some comments this week, right? Yes, we do. We have some from our YouTube channel. Uh, first of all, thank you to TKS Baskets for your well wishes on my injury. I appreciate it. And Rob, they recommend that you do see the Doctor Strange movie because it is really good oh, it's on my and list. you won't need to know the backstory. No, it's fine. No, it's on my list. It's just when you have two kids that, you know, <laughs> getting to the movies is, is kind of difficult. So we have to wait for things to come out on video. But uh, yeah, right, you, you can't just give them like NyQuil, NyQuil and go to the movies. Is that like out of style now? Because that's what we did with our kids way back when. Benadryl. I okay. Oh, okay. Is more effective. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> we do not drug our children, people. <laughs> sure. Also, we have a message from Marius, who has a, and I'm hoping I'm say this correctly, a cubal stress fracture. He received it uh, last May, and he is still not at full form. And dude, that sucks. I am really sorry to hear that. And we are all going to be praying and hoping for your full recovery. So you can get back and get that sub four marathon time that you want. You know, I think okay. I think at some point we'll have to talk about running injuries because a lot of us are, are being affected by running injuries that are affecting our training and affecting our races. But Laura, real quick, uh, there's a little update with your injury, isn't there? Yes, I went and I got an MRI last week. And the good news is that I do not have a Freiburg infraction as was initially uh, diagnosed from my x-rays. I have a partial plantar plate tear on my second metatarsal pad. Say that really fast, five times. So the good news is that it should look good for me to start running maybe in six weeks. So while Princess is still, I'm going to have to take that really slow. I should should be back to running back by then. I'm hoping and praying. And uh, it also means that I'm a big dummy. Now that I'm looking back, I, I shouldn't have walked wine and dine. I'm just going to go ahead on record and say that, you know, it was it was foolish and careless. And, you know, sometimes us runners, we think that we're invincible and we can do anything. And now, I don't think that I injured myself more, but I held off uh, some healing time. So, but you know what? Live and learn. I am ready to start healing. I'm working out lightly on the stationary bike and doing some upper body. And good Lord willing, all will be good. Cool. Well, that's good news because, I mean, with some concern whether or not you would require surgery to fix it. And right. now it's looking like just a little more rest and you're going to be good to go. Yeah. So, good yeah, news. So, Shaylee. So let's let's talk New York City Marathon, and this is one that I'm really excited for. I was originally actually entering the lottery to, to do this one this year uh, and had to withdraw at the last second um, because my wife is going to have a baby right beforehand, so that wasn't going to work out too well. Uh, but it is one that I'm in, uh, considering doing again next year um, to try to get into. So, Shaylee, very interested to hear your take on, on this year. Now, you 
uh, are you New York native? That's okay. Yes. We like you anyway. <laughs> um, oh my goodness! Wow, it is a rough crowd. <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, just a little quick blurb, a little bit about your running history. Um, um, I have been running for five years now. Yep, five years. And I uh, kind of started after some bad things happened in my life. And we, um, I guess at that point, I was kind of in a funk. And I knew that they had the Princess Half Marathon. And I asked my husband, hey, you know what? Why don't we do that? And he was like, sure. You know, so we trained. I think it was in maybe in September of 2011 that we signed up for it. And the race was in February of 2012. So that was my first intro into racing. I mean, I hadn't done anything like that. And then my first race was a half marathon. So we finished that. Soon after that, we dove straight in. I said, come on, let's do the Disney Marathon. We did that in 2013. Goofy in 2015. And then Marathon Weekend this year with you guys doing the 5K and the 10K. So, but... um. I do a lot of local races, and uh, I also have a local running group that I'm a part of, and so it's, I mean, it's, it's been great. It's been great. It's a love-hate relationship. I think we would all agree with that. With all of us, yeah. <laughs> I think we'd all agree with that. Now, your husband, your husband's a cop, so he's, he, he yes. tends to keep in pretty good shape, but at the time when you started running, was he much of a runner too at that point, or is this something you got him into as well? No, no, this is something that we started together. This wow, is something that awesome. we started together. So it's it's our thing, and, you know, yeah. I, I love that we do it together. And if you don't know her husband, Michael, they are the cutest couple you'll ever see. They are. They do everything together. It makes you <laughs> sick how, how much in love these two are. They are. And it's like, yeah, I <laughs> He is so cool. <laughs> he is. He is. You got So this, you've never done a marathon before, though, right? A full marathon? No, I had, I had. I've done the the Disney in 2013 oh, I'm sorry. and Goofy in 2015. Oh, okay. So, so um, those were my uh, only two. Only? Seriously? <laughs> well, only. You know what's so funny is that someone, I, I was freaking out at my husband's job this year and people were like, but you've run a marathon before. And my thing was, but this is New York City. Right. You know, this is an elite marathon. Yeah. This is, you know, Disney, you're kind of, you're expected to stop and take pictures with the characters. And in my mind, time really doesn't matter at Disney. But mm -hmm. this is, you know, to me, this was just like, wow, you know, I, I was, I was really, you know, I was kind of nervous about the whole thing. Well, so let's talk, I mean, yeah, because that's yeah. what I was going to kind of get to, because the Disney race is a little bit different in... You're, it's a little bit more laid back. It's not as competitive. Um, and you kind of go at your own pace. And there's a lot of people who tend to be at a slower pace. So mm -hmm. you don't really feel um, out of place by, by, by going a little bit slower. But talk to me a little bit about what you went through training-wise to get yourself ready both mentally and physically for um, for New York. Because I kind of followed your story a little bit. And I was exhausted from, from everything you were doing. So, <laughs> Well, this summer I actually incorporated track Tuesdays into my workout and with uh, some of the girls from my local running group we would go to the track together Tuesday morning um, I think we were there at 6 a.m. in the morning Oof. and um, you know every week it was a it was a girl named Jennifer every week Jennifer had a different workout we were whether we were doing you know 1800s 
four of those or, you know, four hundreds. I would do like, you know, 16 of those. And I was timing myself. And um, then with that, I also incorporated a lot of hill training this summer. And the local group that I run with, it's a it's the Selden Hills Warriors. And it's this um, it's this group of hills in Selden, New York. They're called the Seven Sisters. And the I mean, the altitude is it's crazy. So um, the hills are really, really steep. They really make for strong legs. They make you stronger. They make you faster. So those were the two things that I was really incorporating into my marathon training was track and hills. So um, that was a lot of it. That so were you focused on um, hitting certain mile point markers every week? Um, did you have any sort of a structured training in that regard? I did. I did. I was following a simple plan. Um, I I was running about uh, three to four times a week. And, you know, I had my typical long runs every week um, where I was going up in small increments. And um, I was trying to do, you know, besides track on Tuesdays, I was doing, you know, four to five miles every other time that I was running. And were you incorporating any other sort of workouts, um, cross-training? I was, I was. This year I started doing um, Insanity Max 30, and that was really hardcore, really, really so hardcore. So for those who aren't, aren't familiar with the Insanity workouts, can you talk a little bit about what those are? Because I've seen them. <laughs> They're insane. <laughs> there yeah, you go. The name, Done. Right? exactly. It, it describes it right there. Um, Sean T workouts. They're, um, what is that, H-I-I-T, high, high intensity interval work uh, training. So basically for 30 seconds, you're going at 100%. I mean, not even 100. It's like 150% of what you have. And then you rest for 10 seconds. And that rest isn't kind of like sitting around. That rest is, you know, doing something small. And then you're going straight back into it. So it's, you know, like I said, it could be for 30 seconds to 60 seconds, depending on the exercise that you're doing. And, it, and it's hardcore. It's hardcore. But I, I would say this year I lost a lot of body weight. It made me faster and it made me stronger, which is all good for running. Yeah. Brag about some of your results right now. So you lost a little bit of weight. Uh, roughly yes. how much did you lose? I lost about 15 pounds. That's fantastic. Awesome. Because you're not, Congrats. for those who don't know, you're not a very big person. You know, you weren't really no. big to begin with. You're, um, so, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean that as a compliment, by the way. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> five pounds on an Oompa Loompa is a lot. So. <laughs> 15, pounds is, 15 pounds is huge. 15 yeah. pounds is huge. It really makes a difference. Yeah, and so you said you got a little bit faster. What would you say your pace was on average before uh, training for this? Uh, before, I mean, if I was trying to go as fast as I could go, I was doing a 12-minute mile. Um, now, with without maximum effort, I mean, I can do 1030 yeah. and keep it up for a long time. And that doesn't sound like a lot, but for those who are used to running, that's a huge difference. And, and especially yeah. in just a short amount of time, because that's less than a year of, of mm -hmm. training, right? Yes, and I have to say track... Doing track really, really works. I mean, for people that don't incorporate track workouts into their training, do it. 
do it, it it makes such a difference. It makes such a difference because when you're going one time around the track at your mega pace, I mean, as fast as you can go, and you, you know, then you walk once around or you walk a quarter of the track and then you do it again and again and mm-hmm. again and again, you're really getting faster. Wow. That's fantastic. Awesome. So let's get, um, let's get to the race. Now, you're, you're a local, so you're used to navigating your way around. Um, what was the expo like in Packet Pickup? Where was that? The expo was at Javits Center. And where was that? That's in Manhattan. Okay. So that is on uh, 34th Street, all the way on the west side. And um, it's near the new station, Hudson Yards, I think it's called. So it's, I mean, it's a huge convention building. Um, we go there every year for Comic-Con. Oh, okay. But uh, <laughs> this year they had, uh, I mean, they have the, uh, they have the uh, packet pickup and everything there every year for the New York City Marathon. And it's, it takes up, um, I mean, the convention center is huge. Mm-hmm. So it's very it, huge. It, it takes up, I think, about half of it on one floor, and um, ASICS was one of the, uh, the, I guess, big products that was there, and they had a huge area. Um, they had uh, places for the stick, you know, your typical um, places to pick up your GU, your, your goos, and, you know, your chews and stuff like that. Stuff to buy, all sorts of T-shirts, things to do, pictures to take. It was good. So, in terms of expos, you've done, you've been to quite a few, especially Disney ones. Um, do you find, did you feel this was bigger? Do you know roughly how many runners there were? Oh, I think there were about fifty thousand runners, okay. if I'm not mistaken. I I think about fifty. I think okay. about fifty. Um. I actually have to say I prefer Disney Expo because of the speaking engagements and all of the different things that you can see. I'm not sure maybe if I missed out on that at the New York City Marathon. I think that there were some people speaking like Bart Yasso, but um, I, you know, I do know that they also had a pavilion set up in Central Park. But I think that this kind Disney has more for the expo. But I mean, it, it was still it was still pretty great. Okay, so um, morning of the race, what time did you have to get there, and what time were you starting? I was well. The New York City Marathon has three waves. You have your really fast people that start. I think it's about nine thirty. Then you have your second wave, and then you have your third wave. And the third wave starts off at about 11 a.m. in the morning. So I was wow, that's great. (laughs) I mean, it would be great, but you still had to get there early. So um, I was dropped off at the ferry terminal. My husband drove into the city because he had work that day, and he dropped me off at the Staten Island Ferry Terminal because that's the easiest way to get to the race because it starts on the Verrazano Bridge in Staten Island. 
So I was dropped off at the terminal, I want to say like around 6.30 in the morning. So honestly, I didn't wake up that early. I, it, it was probably 4 a.m. that I woke up, kind of did, you know, all of your runner things, eat a little bit, make sure you poop, you know, <laughs> that good stuff. And now uh, I don't have to ask her that later. I was going to say, so, it's stealing Laura's question you. here. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, got dropped off at the ferry terminal around 6.30. And the ride over was amazing, amazing. I mean, you're so pumped up. You're so hyped for the race. You're on the ferry. It's cool. It's crisp in the morning. You're passing by the stat, um, the Statue of Liberty. It, it It's amazing. It, it, it was a cool experience getting to the start. And then... Um, Starter's Village is huge. They have, um, within the waves, they also have color-coded corrals. So I was in green, and then they have blue and orange, I think it is. And blue and orange start on the top of the Verrazano Bridge because it's two levels, and then green starts on the bottom of the bridge. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. So while, I mean, you could have wave one, blue and orange going off on the top, and then you have green going off on the bottom at the oh, same wow. time. That's kind of weird. Mm -hmm. Now, you mentioned it was cool and crisp. It was November. Morning yes. was cold. Uh, a lot Beautiful. of runners tend to dress in layers with throwaway items. Talk about your outfit a little bit, because I am totally stealing this idea. <laughs> <laughs> I had, I, a friend of mine suggested going to a thrift store. And buying, you know, some throwaway clothes, which I had never done. Usually I have stuff around the house, but I didn't know how I was going to feel that morning. And I knew around the bridge that it would be a little windy. So I went to the thrift store and I found a beautiful purple plush robe for $3.99. <laughs> and the thing was huge on me. So, But I have to say, I'm girls shivering on that ferry outside and right. i was nice and comfy cozy right. i think it's a fabulous <laughs> idea i would not be ashamed to do that we'll have to try to get a picture um and post it on the, on the blog because uh it, it's it's pretty cool and you weren't the only one you said you said you saw one or two other people wearing robes right i saw one other woman wearing a robe <laughs> you guys give one this little conspirator like huh what's up girl <laughs> I did. I tapped her on the shoulder and I said, nice idea. <laughs> um, so you had to wait around for a little bit um, be before the start. So what's going through your head? Like, what were you trying to do to keep loose? Were you nervous at all? I think at that point I was kind of just enjoying the day. Um, I was I was so nerve wracked the week leading up to the marathon that that day it was it was just weird. It was kind of like this calm came over me. Mm -hmm. um, took the ferry, waited for the bus. The bus takes you to the Starters Village. You know, you walk in. Um, they had Dunkin' Donuts stations with coffee and oh. things like that. And then they had um, power bar stations, just in case you wanted a power bar there. And, um, you know, everyone around, if, if, you know, asking where your wave was, if you were in the right spot. Um, Lots of help there, and I kind of just took a spot on the grass by the uh, by the Verrazano Bridge, you know, with it in my view, and sat, ate my pop tarts, drank my water, and just waited for my time to start. So, was there any pre-race entertainment? Any sort of activities going on? 
Not that I remember. More just uh, people watching, kind of just looking at everyone, walking around. There were a lot of helicopters in the sky, um, just listening um, to the waves being called out and the corrals being called. Um, How was security? Did you find security to be extra tight? Security was good. When I got off the bus, we, uh, we walked up a couple of blocks to the runner's village, and there was a full line of tables and security personnel behind the tables, and they were kind of just checking everyone's bags and everything. And um, everyone kind of clustered at the front of the line where all of the tables were. But um, I, I saw that there were tables going further down, so I just walked straight, went further down, and got straight in. Okay. Nice. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I, I have a question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I think this is relevant. So the way you were able to qualify or get into New York City Marathon was because you had committed, you made a huge time commitment to run yes. a lot of races Mm -hmm. um, as well as volunteer, if I'm correct, right? So, I mean, you put, you know, when we talk about how you were able to get in, because I know it's a lottery per se, mm -hmm. but you were able to, well, you donated, A, some of your time to serve as a volunteer during several of the local races in New York, but also you committed to running a number of them, because um, I was following along, and I know there were some that you were concerned, based upon how you were feeling, whether they are going to work, but you were committed to doing it come, you know, one way or the other, you were going to run the races. So, I do you want to talk about that a little bit? Because sure. I think it's gets pretty relevant yeah well there are two ways for well, actually there are three ways for you to get into the New York City Marathon the first is to qualify on time and apparently I don't do that the second <laughs> is to get in through the lottery and if your name is called you get to enter into the marathon and the third is through the nine plus one program now, New York Roadrunners Club is the organization that handles the marathon every year. And the 9 plus 1 program is you run nine of New York Roadrunners races and you volunteer at one of their races. And then that gives you guaranteed entry into the New York City Marathon for the next year. So mm -hmm. I did the 9 plus 1 program in 2015, which gave me guaranteed entry in 2016. That's really unique. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think I've ever heard of anything like that. Have you guys? No, and that's, and that's why I just thought it was a really neat program. Um, mm -hmm. it, it really keeps things local and brings, it brings a lot to the community and, mm -hmm. and the different road races that are being done. In other yes. ra what, what kind of distances are the races? Are they mostly 5Ks, 10Ks, halves? New York Roadrunners has everything from 5Ks, 10Ks, um, there's an ultra marathon, they have um, half marathons, uh, some of the, they have some really fun races, they have um, a Japan Day 10K, there's a women only half marathon, the, um, the uh, more half marathon, then there's the uh, Oakley mini marathon, which is a 10K in June. I think I had done, um, 
there was another half marathon that I had done in January, which was the Fred LeBeau um, half marathon. And that day, I think it was 17 degrees at the start. Um, (laughs) Plus, they also have their borough challenge, which is really cool because there are five boroughs in New York City. There are five borough races. So you have the Fred LeBeau in January. You also have the New York City Half Marathon in March, the Brooklyn Half Marathon in May, the Queens 10K in June, then the Bronx 10 Mile in September, and the Staten Island Half Marathon in October. And that's the last one. And the New York City Half Marathon is another, it's another big race, but this one's just within Manhattan. And you can get guaranteed entry into that one by doing at least four boroughs in one year. And then the next year you get guaranteed entry into the New York City half. So New York, New York Roadrunners has some really cool programs in order for you to get into the bigger races where you might not be able to get into if you didn't qualify, you know, with time. And didn't your borough medals all connect? They don't connect. They, um, they're really cool. They, they, they have things on them that represent each borough. And what I just found out this year, and I actually just got it, is if you complete a borough challenge, New York Roadrunner sends you a patch. So I have my patch from last year, and I'm looking forward to getting my patch next year for running all of the boroughs. Oh, nice. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Right. So let's, let's talk a little bit about the course. Um, where, how, does, how does the course work? Hilly. (laughs) Very hilly. Um, Well, the first thing you're doing is running over the Verrazano Bridge. So anyone that knows a bridge knows that a bridge goes all the way up, peaks, and then goes down. From from Staten Island, basically that's the only thing, that's the only part that you're running in Staten Island is on the bridge. From that, you go straight into Brooklyn. Once you get off that bridge into Brooklyn, it is just noise, noise, noise. And from a girl that can never run without headphones and music, I will tell you, I didn't need it. Mm. I've actually forgot my headphones in my car, and I'm so glad that I did because the crowds roaring was just amazing in every single borough. I mean, you got off that Verrazano Bridge, people were waiting at the foot of the bridge and you're winding all the way down this avenue in Brooklyn. And I think you're in Brooklyn for about, um, it's over 10 miles. I think it's about 10 miles that you're in Brooklyn. And um, I mean, it, it's, it's quiet in one part. And um, it's because you're running through a very small part of a religious neighborhood. And, but it's, so minimal and right after that it gets loud right again right in Greenpoint right before you go into Queens and again in Queens I mean there are just people lining both sides of the street bands people with signs people cheering I mean it is it is a huge block party everyone just comes out Um, you go over it's five boroughs so it's also five bridges So like I said, you start in the Verrazano Bridge, you go into Brooklyn, then from Brooklyn, you head over the, um, 
God, I forgot the name of the bridge, but it's what I, I think it might be the Pulaski Bridge that goes from Brooklyn into Queens. You can call so, it anything. We wouldn't know. your second bridge is the bridge from Brooklyn into Queens Um, then you're in Queens for a little bit then you are running on the Queensboro Bridge which is a very long very quiet bridge because no one's allowed on it so it's kind of where you get into your head a little bit the bridge is steep. Again, the bridges go up and then they come down a little bit. Um, but once you get off the Queensboro Bridge, you're in Manhattan. And again, people are waiting for you at the foot of the bridge. This time in Manhattan, you're on First Avenue. And there are a lot of bars heading on the north side. So everyone is just outside cheering you on. Um, then I want to say at mile 19... You're on the um, Willis Avenue Bridge going into the Bronx. You're in the Bronx for about two miles where you're taking another bridge back into Manhattan. It's the Madison Avenue Bridge, and this time you're up in Harlem, which was just awesome. But when you get there, you're headed towards Central Park, and it is just one steady incline. So, and you can see it. I mean, it just, it just goes straight up, slowly straight up. And roughly what mile is that? I want to say that that's a mile 22, about mile 22. And then um, you head into Central Park and then you come out into Columbus Circle. It's, it's kind of weird. You head straight into Central Park. You're on East Drive. You come out into Columbus Circle, you come around, and then you're going back into Central Park for the last bit of the race. And the last 200 meters was horrible because you see, mm-hmm. you see the finish right in front of you, and what's there? A hill. And it's just, <laughs> you're just so tired, and you're exhausted, and you're just done, and you're like, really? Why? Why? But, um, I mean, you get over it, and uh, everyone's there, and, and still, late, late until the evening, people are still there, and people are still there cheering you on, and it's, it's amazing. It, it was really amazing. Yeah, because what time did you finish? I finished, um, was it a little before 5 o'clock? Yeah, because I started at 11, so I finished um, at like 5 minutes to 5. And I got it right before it turned dark outside. And nice. I had an A goal, a B goal, and a C goal. And my C goal was to finish before it got dark out. <laughs> <laughs> so you did it. Yes. Awesome. Yes, That's it. fantastic. Um, that is so, awesome. <laughs> so at the finish, um, uh, talk, uh, walk us through like what you're what you're going through after you cross the finish line. Because this, I mean, again, you've done the Disney marathons, but this was like your first real marathon, or from the sound of it, very difficult one. Yes, it it was really really hard. But I have to say that the crowds just really bring you through in this marathon. I mean, it's I had I had my moments um, around mile ten. My uh, my IT band had kind of like locked up my left knee. And I had been having some problems with my knee beforehand. And um, so at mile 10, I had to get that wrapped up. 
continued on and um, right after the finish because I guess the adrenaline and I had found a friend to run with and she really helped me finish right after we got our medals we took our pictures and it's 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 kind of hurtful because it's a really long walk it really is I mean to go anywhere you're you're basically starting a little after Columbus Circle if you've ever been in Central Park so you're on the west side at this point and you're on I want to say around 60th Street and the medic tents are kind of like at you know almost 70th Street so it's like you know they're they're really making you walk mm. But um, right after you get your medal, they have on both sides, you know, your water, your apples. There's a really nice bag that they give you, um, a clear plastic bag with everything in it. Um, I think I had a protein shake, um, uh, maybe a protein bar and some stuff in there for me. And then I headed towards the medic tent, got some more ice on my knee. And after that, the really cool thing is if you decided not to check a bag you get a marathon poncho. And um, if you get the poncho, not only do you get out of the park earlier, but mm. I, it, it's really, <laughs> yeah. Because if you have to go pick up your bag, you're walking about another, I want to say another mm. three to five blocks. Wow. So they're, they're really letting you out farther, farther north in the park. But the, um, if you ever do the New York City Marathon, have someone hold your bag and pick the, the race poncho option because the race poncho is amazing. That's a great tip. I've used it, I've used it twice since the, uh, since the race. Nice. nice. That's a great tip. So now that you've done, you finished it and you did it, would you do it again? Definitely. Definitely. I am hoping to get into the lottery this year. But um, if not, I'm going to try and do the 9 plus 1 again so that I can run it in 2018. Great. But um, since my husband's a police officer, there is an NYPD running club. And we're kind of hoping that maybe if we get into the running club that there may be um, some sort of availability for us to get into the marathon again. Oh, nice. <laughs> That'd be really cool. I plan on entering the lottery this year and doing it. Um, when do so they have that? When does the lottery open up? It opens guys? up at the end of January. Okay. And I think it goes till end of February, March, early March. Shaylee, how much does it cost? Oh, it was about two twenty to twenty two thirty. I think it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it it was an expensive one, but the race poncho is totally worth yeah. it. Yeah, but that race I want that poncho. Okay, so Rob, if I'm running by then, I will enter the lottery too. All right. Okay. And Megan's gonna be the Megan. Megan's gonna be the cheerleader. We'll get, we'll get, we'll drag Jackie. She'll do. Well, she can hold our bag so we can get the ponchos, and then we'll share the poncho with you. How about that? See. Oh, fantastic! So that's great. So what, um, what's next for you? Well, hopefully. Um, I really am looking to do the Boston Medley next year. Hopefully, we'll see. We'll see if I get in. I know that registration starts in January, and um, when you do the medley, you do the 5K 
and that's the weekend of the Boston Marathon, I think mm-hmm. it is. Yep, the Saturday before. And then there's uh, then there's the 10K, and I think that that might be sometime during the summer. It's in June. Usually it's around June. Father's Day. Okay, and then there's the half marathon, which is in October. Usually and it's kind of like a Disney challenge in the sense where if you do all three of the races, you get a bonus medal. Mm-hmm. So... Um, <laughs> I am not fast. I don't know if I will ever be able to run the Boston Marathon, but the medley, the medley medal has the unicorn on it. So that's my goal. My goal is to get the the medals with the unicorns on them. My wife and I are planning on trying to do the medley next year as well. I've done the 10K and I've done the half. Um, they're, They're some of my favorite races. I haven't done the 5K yet, but it's a similar course to the 10K. It's, uh, the same area. Um, but I highly recommend it to anybody who's mm-hmm. doing it. It does. They do tend to sell fast. These are very competitive races to get into. Um, they don't um, have many open slots usually. Um, so, um, so that's great. Anything else, Julie? Well, hopefully, we'll see what my financial situation is with <laughs> a daughter going off to college. But uh, if we can do the medley, then we'll do the medley. And if anything, I want to try to do the 9 plus 1 again in 2017 for guaranteed entry in 2018. I doubt I'll be doing any traveling races. But then we all know that our next big race, signing up in, uh, what was it, February? Valentine's Day. February 14th. They are (laughs) killing us. I mean, it's like I I really needed those extra two months to get everything together. My budget's off uh, I know. Dopey 2018. That's going to be a party. That's going to be an epic year. That's going to be a party. Uh, Assuming we all get in. I hope to God we all get in. Yeah. Watch this be the one race that sells out in like two minutes. I know. I know. You have to be aggressive with that one. I know. Laura, are you going to be on the computer for everybody? I will do my darndest. I, I will still have my AP, my annual pass, so I will oh, be available for anyone who needs help. So, I think Lauren will let yeah, that's, that's going to be amazing. Except annual passes, they they sell out faster. Yeah, they don't I really think. give you many. Yeah. No, it's, it's only like ten percent. Fast, if not faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, We're so Shaylee, um, if I was coming in traveling to this race, where would I want to stay? Where would you want to stay? I would recommend staying in Manhattan um, only because it's just the center of everything. But if you couldn't stay in Manhattan, then definitely um, uh, probably Brooklyn. Probably Brooklyn because it's just a hop, skip, and a jump away from the Staten Island Ferry right, right on Water Street in Manhattan take you straight over to the ferry it's it's not it's really not a hard race to get to and the best thing about it is really the ferry ride megan you got a question when when you think of of this race in comparison to you know the other marathons you've run yes it's a totally different feel um what would you say what are some what are what are your pros and cons your one pro and one con of running the New York City versus running, I guess, the Disney. Completely opposite apples to oranges, but. Oh, wow. Um, I would say the pro for New York City is it's my hometown. And um, 
running through the streets of the city, especially when I got into the Bronx, it was just like, oh my gosh, you know, I, I'm here, I'm, I'm running where I was born. Um, but running in Disney, I mean, it, it's just, that, I guess that would be the con for New York City is that it's not Disney, it's not, it's not, um, it's not a runcation. It's not, you know, I, I'm not hanging out with all of my friends afterward because, you know, we're, we're there for another few days. Um, D Disney is, is amazing in that sense is that, you know, that I've met so many of you through the races at Disney and being on the runcations there has just been awesome. But, um, so I guess that, that that would really be my con for New York City is that, you know, once it's over, it's kind of like it's over. Mm, you know, you it's not know. the type of place where I could walk around with my medal for the next week. Right. You know, right. I I had to put wait, it away. Wait, you don't you don't do that at home? Am I the no. only one? Well, well you could, but they might look at you a little a little strange, you know, that like when you're in a lot. Okay. Yeah. That might actually he might actually enjoy that. I knowing him, he probably would like that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Shaylee, I have a question for you. What was your reward meal? What did I eat? Do you know that I didn't even, I didn't eat for hours after. I don't even remember what I ate. Um, I remember we had to go back to my husband's office because the kids had their stuff there. They had been doing homework and before um, he went out to go meet me at mile 18. Um... I don't even think I ate. I think because I waited so long, my stomach was just kind of like, eh, you know, and I, I, I drank my water. I had my chocolate milk. I had an apple. And I think that was it. <laughs> Maybe that's why we couldn't find you for so long. We were waiting for the posts. <laughs> you didn't have any food. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't eat. I didn't eat. See, so in that sense, it's not like Disney. I didn't get my box. I didn't get my box with cheese and crackers in it. You didn't get the fake cheese. Oh, my God, my favorite. That's awesome. <laughs> Rob, they didn't have fake cheese in California. Yeah, they did. Oh, they didn't for superheroes? No. Really? We, no. Got, we got all kinds of frou-frou stuff, though, but it was pretty cool, too. I, it's okay. I didn't get the fake cheese. Was there an Oreo? Did you get the wow. Oreo? Wow. No Oreos, but there were a little like cookie crunch things, and there was a like a Jif bar. It was really, it was really, really good. Oh. All right, sorry, I digress. I know we got sidetracked. <laughs> what else is new? Uh, we started talking about fake cheese. Oh boy, that was big news, though. I'm I'm surprised there wasn't public outcry over there not being any cheese. I mean, come on. I'd be demanding a it, It's been sold on eBay before. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, it was. You can now get I it digress. at the store. It's not like you can't get it anywhere. <laughs> but it's the portions. It's just and the fact that it's been sitting out in the sun for hours, <laughs> rotting <laughs> and baking. It and it's in a run Disney box. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it comes with the right tortilla chips. All right. We're we're done, Rob. Uh, we're good. Sorry. All right, so let's wrap it up. So Shaylee, thank you so much for joining us this week. This has been fantastic. Uh, I really hope you can come back at some point and, and talk about uh, your further adventures and your training. Um, and, you know, keep us posted with, you know, obviously if we're all going to get into New York, we'll, we'll, we'll keep everybody posted as to if we're going to do this next year. But I'm excited. I really want to do this one. Um, so thanks again for, for joining us. Uh, and be sure, 
you know, to, to let us know, you know, we, we keep saying it, what races are you running? We want to know what races you're running so we can highlight those. Um, and maybe we can actually go visit, you know, your area and, and run your races because, you know, we're trying to plan our 2017 calendars. Um, I'm already putting my time off requests in uh, for work. Um, so uh, let us know what races you're running and maybe we can feature your story uh, as well. And if you have any questions or comments, be sure to um, reach out to us. Uh, go to joyfulmiles.com and you can link over to all of our social media, all of the different avenues that you can um, you know, connect with us, whether through the blog or our YouTube channel or the podcast or Twitter or you know, all those other great um, avenues that we have. Um, so for Megan and Lara and for Jackie, who could not join us tonight, um, thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Happy Bye. running. Hello, everyone. Laura here with Joyful Miles, a channel that is all about enjoying. And... <laughs> all right. Sorry, Shayla. You had to get one. <laughs> Try it again. Come on, Shayla. Concentrate. Hello, Laura. Hello, Laura. <laughs> Hi, Laura. <laughs> oh, yeah.